Hey, my name is Alex. Alex. You're listening to Lunchbox Radio. Thank, thank you, everybody who's been listening to the podcast lately. Like I said, I always to see the numbers. <laughs>
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Go. Um, I'm 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 pretty simple, simple like that. Like, but what I also want to say before we get into our discussion proper is I want is I want to take you on a little adventure that isn't big big enough for a Sunday edition, but I think it's still interesting. So. A lot of you listening right now, I'll probably use um, my anime list, list to keep track of like, the anime you've seen you've liked, to, to, to keep track of all the new anime coming out, all that stuff. I, I believe I've been a contrarian, and I, I did not want to use my anime list. For more reasons than it's just the big thing everybody uses. But also, also it's an ugly, ugly thing. And not an ugly thing in a way that, like, um, Anime News Network has a look. Because Anime News Network Network has a look that very specifically is de- designed to make it feel like a serious consideration. My anime list is just kind of bad looking in a lot of ways. Um, the good things it does does in spite of itself. And it's the, the other thing I don't like about it is, much like, apparently... The stock market is super easily manipulated. If I, if if I wanted to, I could just be like, "Hey, let's put let's put Boko no like up to top for like three three weeks." Um, <laughs> and like that. That's why I think I think like Full Metal Alchemist is the best show on it, my anime list. That's not not necessarily that people have, have like uh, truly believe that. Although it's, it's a very very good show. It's because people are like manipulating it to the top constantly and filling it and filling it with like like fall through reviews basically. But those are the two, the two reasons I really just don't just don't I don't bother I haven't bothered un- until now using my anime list un- until uh, Kitu.io the site that I was, was using um. Is actually a that is a merger of two sites, one being I believe Kitu, and the other one being Hummingbird.io, merged a bunch of years back, and those were two, two they were two smaller competitors to um, my anime list, and Kitu bought Hummingbird. I was actually on Hummingbird originally, and they produced this this app that I really loved. It had a it had pretty great community features, and it would just it was a pretty easy way, an interesting way, actually, to keep track of your anime watching habits. Also, it did the thing that I'm a sucker for in terms of um, inter- interactive um, data um, calculation. Is that, is that like it? It would show you how many years you've been watching anime, which I fucking I, I love that shit. I'm a sucker for that shit. But their app. Uh, um, was no longer in the app form, and during my phone is the main way I use. It's the main thing I use for keeping track of, track of like shows I watch when I remember. Um, 
I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta, gotta deal with the money list thing. I gotta, I gotta like straighten, straighten out my account and also make sure I'm logged in on, on fucking everything and, and you transfer my, my, uh, watch list from, um, what's it called? From Kitsu to, to my anime list. Asked, hey, like, never lose your, your password to your freaking my anime list account because, like, it's just not, not a stable get password back thing I've ever used. It, it's bad. I did it like nine times or something or some shit. Um, um, but the other thing is, is like, you gotta export some files and import some files in, in, in out of my, my anime list. And just doing that always kind of sucks. Because you don't know what's going to happen, and you don't, don't know what's looking for, and it doesn't really explain it to you well. Um, but now I'm all tra transferred over. It took me like a fucking hour, hour and a half or something this afternoon to do that. But I'm all, all transferred, so, you know. I I now have all, like, like 700 or what fucking show, shows I've seen um, tracked in my email list, which is okay, I guess. But... The reason why I wanted to do that was because I've been a bad, bad person stuck to my schedule that I made myself at the beginning because I, I have, there is no God and I have no, no, there is no hope for me. Um, so I ended up scrolling through my list and looking for what I wanted, wanted to view and I came across a show called... The Daily Lives of Monster Girls. Um, I'm not going to try and pronounce the Japanese all, which is here, here, but the uh, English title, The Daily Lives of Monster Girls. And that's what we're going to talk about now. So, in case you don't know this about me already, in case you're listening to this out of um, curiosity, or you haven't come here, you haven't come to the podcast because you heard me speak at, at an anime convention, um, I have a thing, thing about Monster Girls. Monster Girls are not, not about, uh, not a way of having a conversation about, like, a harem or anything, anything like that. They're... Quietly a way to have a conversation about, about disabled people. <laughs> I know you're like, what? The, the super minority wants to make a podcast enti entirely about a minority, part of what he really is, because he's a early, early, two-time early childhood brain cancer survivor who, while very, very high function, lacks full use of his, his own body. Surprise, surprise. Um, or my friend Lauren, Lauren. I recorded the Uncancured podcast about another podcast about a bunch, a bunch of people with um, mutations. Like, you can very easily be like, oh, those are disabled people. Okay, cool. Um, she would say, let me put my surprise hat on. Also, you should totally ignore a podcast that comes out every two weeks. The first and fifteenth of every month. And I said I work very hard on it, so please listen to it. Um, um, <laughs> but the... So, that's where I approached this from. Monster girls are a way of having a conversation, of, are a, a 
trope that makes it easier to have a really complicated conversation about a thing that makes everybody uncomfortable to talk about because A, you acknowledge disabled people are in the room, B, you have to acknowledge how much that room is built for you and not the person with the disability, and C, you have to acknowledge that even though the disabled people have different needs, they are no lesser or greater than you, blah, 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 on and on down the line. Now, now in um, Mamusume, which is another monster girl, which is the show that came, so, um, Daylight Lives of Monster Girls came out in 2017, I believe, after Musume came out, maybe 2015, 2016, I think it might have came out 2020. But Monster Musume, and I, if, if you've been to my panel, this will not be new to you. Um, my panel being, being Full Metal and Beyond, an exploration of disability, disability anime, which I, I didn't do this year because, you know, the murder air. But basically, Monster Musume is covertly... A um show about um ADA compliant buildings, <laughs> and some people are like, shut the fuck up. I'm not you do this. I'm like, but I am gonna gonna do do this. But basically, in that show, every time um Arling Coon gets a new new housemate, the go government comes and remakes his home. <laughs> and this. And you don't really realize it because the way the show, the cam, cam uh, um, point of view camera is handled, hand show. But, but like, he has like twenty foot wide fucking doors and and shit. Like he has like, um, his house is basically on the side of a block by the like. I think the time you meet him, and then and then it gets bigger. And the reason why that happens. Is because you have, have um, Mia, who's a lion. You have um, Centaur, who's a centaur. You have uh, Mero, the, the maid lady. You have Arachne, the spider chick. You have Poppy, who's like just a big bird person. That's, that's you can't fit that wherever you're gonna, wherever you think she's gonna fit. She doesn't really. And then eventually we'll have Sue, Sue, who is a slime, who does not, not control the, like, the, like, consistency of her, her own body well. So what and ends up, up happening is, like, if you, if your hair, house, house is airtight, she'll just leak through the fucking floor, floor, um, which, which is wild. And also, once again, there's a mermaid in a wheel, there's a mermaid whose room is, is a diving pool, and also... She rolls. She rolls, rolls around literally in a wheelchair. So she's wheelchair bound when she's not in the water. So you have a whole bunch, bunch of big fucking monster ladies in this house, and they don't. From what I remember, they don't do it in the anime. You only at some some point some point see a wide trick shot of that. You're like, oh fuck, this thing is huge. Nice wheelchair that ramp, ramp, classy. Um, but. In the anime, they make this hilarious. They make a hilarious gag in the um manga. They make a hilarious gag out of it. Every time he gets a new new 
roommate fuck like like he has to they have to go on vacation because his house house be remodeled again. Um, and that's how Tully was a secret agent lady into the um um say originally she just just showed up with a hard hat on, hat on like okay we gotta remodel this room make it fucking air so Sue can sleep here stately. But that's actually true of most monster shows. Of most all monster shows. But it's the most true and the most interesting for da- daily lives monster girls. He says it's 12 minutes into the, the fucking episode. Um, <laughs> but he... Because the premise of the show is there's a... a uh, a high school science teacher who, whose name is... Taka, Takahashi Tetsuo or Tetsuo Sensei, and, and he is he, he and in this world society, monster girls have, have been like demi humans, so demi humans have been integrated into human society, and there's all kinds of rules, all kinds of norms that are established, and and he has several students. Who, oh, excuse me, are just demi-humans. She has a, a student who's a Duhalan, um, um, who has a race crush on, on him. He has a stu- student who's a vampire. Um, I think there's a student who's a, a Yukiona. And those three are the kind of the, the like, like day, um, monster companions. But then they have, and I, I think, think she's the most interesting one, um, a girl, um, a, not a girl, woman, who is a teacher, teacher, who is, I forget what she's, I don't think she's a gym teacher, but her name is, um, Sato Saki, or, or, or Saki Akie, know that better because, um, Kie is my best friend in the world, um, hi Kie, but the... Her deal is she's a succubus, and she's kind of where I want to start because I find thing I, fa- I find thing find her the concept of her and the way they deal with her really 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 interesting because it is it is most like being a highly functional disabled person in the world that I've seen that I've seen in in a long time. And the reason why she's the most interesting is because, because there's really specific rules about being a, a succubus in the world. Like, you're not supposed to have, to have like, there's, like, specific rules and guidance for succubus, for succubi, and for succubi and succubi around, like, sexual activity, where they're allowed to live you know, what they should wear with other stuff. And she she's trying to, like, hold, hold down a job and be a nice lady. And what this translates to is she, she has an apartment. She has, like, a two-hour-long commute because she has an apartment. And, like, way out in, the, out in the boonies, she takes her commute, like, super late at night and super early in the morning because she doesn't want to give people sleeping on the train weird, soul wet dreams. And... and she also wears this, like, um, 
a, a like high school track suit to to school as a uniform instead of like just, just normal work clothes because normal work clothes normal clothes period would show too much skin skin and and expose too much skin in her hair her pheromones like freaks the, the entire male populace out <laughs> i can i can tell you how relatable that is as a disabled person it's also also relatable as a person of color. It's, it's related to any kind of minority that you, that you in, encounter, because same minorities make anywhere from small small passing adjustments to major changes to their lives to make everyone else more comfortable. I'll give you a perfect example in my in my case. I generally speaking, outside of like a really fucking hot day, hot day in summer, you will not catch me with shorts. Unless I'm like, like at the gym or something. Um, because... I can stick my arm in my pocket, in a pocket in a body or jacket, and you won't know I'm disabled. But, but what I can't hide if I'm wearing shorts... It's the, the giant black leg brace that's on my leg, leg. and I'm, and that's not a, a adjustment for me. That's an adjustment for everyone out in the world who I don't want the question. I don't want the question like I'm like, what happened to your leg? I'm like the same thing that happened to my arm. Arm. This is my head has has a giant scar. I'm I'm a brain survivor, <laughs> and but also so that's for for a very real. That's for very real strategic reasons as well. Generally speaking, if you don't have a good brace maker, which, which um, many people don't, mine actually just, just retired. And, but, but in retiring, he wrote every one of his clients' letter, like he has, he has a mass um, um, uh, snail mail letter that suggested to other, other brace makers that, that he personally trained. The first of which... I actually know because she made me my first brace when I started get, getting my brace made from um fr from his click. Um, and then he then he was like, "Oh, he likes comic books. I, he, he, he's mine now. <laughs> I want to want to talk about Spider Man and Iron Man, Alex. This will be fun." Which I do not doubt that that Lou, the reason why Lou kept me as me as an option was that very reason, and also he. Would like be like okay, make it fit into a dress, weirdo, and that's that's the kind of thing that I end up doing with Lou, and I end up doing, and I ha have ended doing with all of my my breakers before and definitely after, is I force them to not make a brace brace that can fit into a sneaker. Now I'm wearing shitty New Balance shoes to an office or a business or a meeting. And the reason why I'm saying that is not because I personally, because I personally care about the fact that not only do people not not make exception for them for for me, but I want to erase the idea of my ability from people's heads. 
And generally speaking, I do an amazing with that. I can't tell you how many, many times my best friends, my my absolute best friends, Lauren and Kie, really look at me while I'm already, already holding a thing in my one hand that is capable of holding a thing and, and be like, here, whoa, fuck, I almost asked you to hold another thing. And I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> this is supposed to ha happen. This is my master plan. And... Uh, Sakie is the kind of embodiment of making adjustments to life for everyone else. So much so that, and one of the beautiful things saying about um about Tetsuo Senate is they make him this deeply curious. But insanely accepting individual, he doesn't. The the sense you get from daily lives of Monster Girls is that that this is the other side of the coin to the universe that's presented in Monster Musume, which is why I presented it in Monster Musume. If you notice, if you watch Monster Monster Musume, you at some some point introduce this this like force of Monster Girls. Whose job is to deal with dem human human fucked up interactions? Like they're a fucking SWAT team. If they need to take down a Minotaur, will. And that's because in the end of both um, the the daily lives of the girl and and Monster Musume, um, demi humans are only just integrating with normal normal people. So there's all kinds of weird fucked up pro problems. And if any listening to this knows anything about how the world treats anybody with this tone darker darker than sheet white, you know that like I bet bet people with tails instead of legs would not, not get, get real well. And like would not super accepted constantly. And, and would to make all, all these weird fucking adjustments like I just met, like I just talked about with Sakie. Um but in the daily lives of Monster Girl, they need to make it inoffensive enough where they can make it cute and fun and also they they make it they they need to make it so it's like you so, so it's like you don't hate the teacher. Because I want to make it like this weird, pseudo-scientific exploration of monster girls and like, like, of like, weird, etchy romance comedy thing. And in order to do that, they need, they need somebody who is just, just generally acting of different, different normal. And one of the like points they give, um, Darling and Monster Musume is that. He doesn't judge any of the monster girls who he encounters and will ultimately stay with him negatively because they're different, because of the difference of them. He judges them. He, in fact, when it gets to Arachne, and Arachne super skeeved out because her first homestay was like, like an asshole. Look at serious, serious ass, and she like became a weirdo, a weirdo recluse barnstormer lady. <laughs> um, he he straight up like, that's kind of 
hot. And it, and it, what's the best about that is it strikes so honest moment because he has not said that about Mia, who like wants to jump his bones at every single option. He had not said that of Mero. He had not said that about, about um any of the other girls date date. But like when he's like, he's like, oh, you have eight legs. You got eight. eight yeah, I'm a leg man, man. And it's just. It's so honest and so accepting in a in a way that you need. <laughs> like you, you you need that. I've talked about this before or on this podcast, but there's a um documentary on um Netflix called Crip Camp. And the best thing about that documentary is like they straight like straight straight up don't don't disable kids fuck and it's best. Don't disable kids fuck fuck and it's the best. It like warms your heart. And so, it like warms personally my heart and soul and soul. Like, don't disabled kids fuck because disabled people like me me fuck, and it's the best. And it, so you have that kind of accepting, understanding, almost fatherly mentor figure in in Tes in Tetsuo, in Tetsuo sensei. And Saki Akie, this hilarious scene in this where she, in the show where she's like, I think I want to mess, mess with Saki gets, gets a crush on him. And not like a Saki Akie crush, like a, just a, a crush that a lady has on a dude, that, that like a person has on another person. And it's like, let's see if I can mess with, with him. See if I can just break his exterior just a, a little. And she falls unzips the top of the thing and go like uh, unzips the top of her jumpsuit and she's wearing like an like, undershirt underneath and um Sato, Sato is like flat just flat faced nothing it, no, it's like nothing can happen to him and I <laughs> after she leaves after, she's like, oh, okay, and she's like, this back up, and her head, head she, she's like, oh, this is amazing. I maybe maybe he's the one. Maybe maybe he can like the like insane sex pheromones that like my body creates against my fucking will because I'm a demon. And then later on in the show, he um he like, after she leaves because she has to go to a meeting something. One still empty. He has a full-on break breakdown. Just like, oh dear, Jesus, this, oh fuck, she is so sexy. I was, I was trying to be nice. Oh fuck me. And that's a really this thing that happens as a disabled person because, quite frankly. I have met people like me, but they will never be exactly like like me. Most brain cancer patients I've met, I've met have been some level of like the necessary parts of the brain are not there, and they are, are needs because of that. That or or I friend from, from um the, the cancer survivor kid camp that I've went to for many years, who had a different form of can cancer that caused her arm to be. Paralyzed in much the same way mine is, but 
and for many, for, I think, I think years, she saw, um, she thought that like, I had anything that happened to me. I was like, no. What what do you think where all these pieces added up to this? That seems not okay. And, and so she so you never get to be truly connected to someone in a way that you are, you are so physically physically similar that it's just just like everything melts away. For me, that kind of convictions. I found in people like Kie, Hi K, and Lauren. Hi Lauren. Hi Lauren. Um, it's just nice. It feels there's an honesty that I'm allowed to have them that I'm not not fully allowed to have with a coworker, or it's not easy to get to with other people. And daily lives of monster girls. Like just massively accepting, slash accommodating, slash like just just okay dude, of, of sexual sensei is like a stunning demonstration of of I, hey like you can be this for for somebody you don't need to be like a, a superhero you just need to like. You know, be like, hey, bud, you look like you have, have you know, both, both Lauren kids at separate points in my life when I've been having, having a super bad day, they've just, just been like, hey, I want some help? And I'll be, I'll be like, now here, here. Or I can't do something quite like, they look at me and they're like, let me help you with that. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> Please help me with two hands. Um, but... That, in addition to, um, like, the treatment of, like, like the Kiona character, the Holland character, you know, the, the, the vampire character, um, Hikari is probably the least, like, the, the extent her, I think they, they do the marshalling, she likes red, like, the red things joke. Or she has, she has, like, like the little hospital donates excess blood to her, and she drinks it like a lychee pad or like a, like a um, lychee bag or something. Um, but but basically the end of it with with her, she gets some, some eye catch hilarity, and she like when she oh she's got snaggle teeth. Um, but the the like dual dual character is really really funny because. They do like a full dual Holland treatment of like like of of in in the way that Celty is, except they make sure that or that um that Kyoko can talk like Kyoko to like a normal person, um, um but she they have this whole conversation about like how she eats, like how she sleeps, all this other stuff. What happens when her body gets really, really far away from her head? What happens when you fuck with her body when her head is there? there? And the show is a really good. 
the, the show is a really good, sorry, sorry, that I tried to sneeze away from the mic. Um, it's a really good, honest conver- conversation about what talking up to a dis- dis- disabled person about disability could be like if it was handled with care and with acceptance and like like general understanding like hey um you might not want to answer this or you you might like, get halfway through answering this quest question and think um oh, this this is weird and I don't like this and and There's a, um, there's, so, if you're in other countries, country, you know how they handle it, but in America, at, at least in the um, area I'm in, the best way to put this, the way this show feels sometimes, is it's like, like the, um, the video of, of said, <laughs> I know it's dumb and weird, but stick with, with me here, here. So, in sex, sex, in at least the area I, I went to school, um, in New Jersey, the first, I think this is all New Jersey too, actually, when I think about it. There's a particular day in sex ed when, when the boys and the girls both go to videos, both have video classes, separately, like, separately in, like, rooms across the hall from, from each other, which makes for... Very hilarious water breaks and bathroom breaks that is the worst. Um, but the first year, you watch your own video, meaning you watch if you're a boy, you watch a video about boys, if you're a girl, you watch a video about, about girls, and inevitably, people like me hear, hear about them for girls pretty quickly because we have a lot of friends who are surprise, surprise, girls. Um, and then I think it's the next year. You swap, you switch places. So that year, the gir- girls see the guy video, and the guys see the girl video. Now, if you're from New Jersey, I'm going to say a, a um particular strange words that will, that will send you like careening of a window, which is um, and that is there's a particular video for the the um. I think they only show girls. They show a different video to the guys from what I remember. But it's called the Pank video. <laughs> and you may have seen this outside of New Jersey as well. It is a, a nightmare thing from, from what I understand. Um, and, like, the... But, switch, but that switching moment, the moment when, like, because... It become a societal good. All innocence must immediately be be lost. We need to teach to teach kids where babies come from from before they decide they want to start doing doing the thing, just because of nature that causes babies, or else we're gonna have many babies. <laughs> and um, it just. It has the same honesty and that, that same, like, oh, hey, there's no fetishizing to this. There's no against your own will to this. There's no human experimentation f- bullshit. And uh, kind of the worst part of um, Dorara is, is that 
Chelsea, on some level, has, like, she, she doesn't have, um, what's that, when you, you look after, she doesn't have, have that, um, that, that syndrome, I forget what that syndrome's called, um, but she doesn't have that, but she's in, in love and hangs out with the son, son of the dude who abducted a human experimentation on her. Because of what she is. That would be like if some, some doctor was, was like, I think Alex's blood is acid. Let's test that by draining it out of him several times a day. And his da daughter, and that doctor's daughter was my same age, and, and we got married. Um, basically, the, um, the... Fucked, fucked up family tree scenario that is happening in Dura in Durara. But in in um in the daily lives of Monster Girl, make sure that that like all the questions are like consensually cons answered and asked. And Metro sense sense it's very very clear. He, if any of this makes you uncomfortable. It's fine. You don't you don't need to answer, or you don't need to demonstrate, or what whatever. And everything feels low stakes stuff. Nothing is. Nothing. Nothing is. Nothing can't be made funny if, if they choose. It's a um hilarious based joke because um. Kyoko has a huge, huge crush on, um, Tetsuo Sensei. And Tetsuo Sensei is genuinely curious about, like, the necessity to, like, how close a dual holland has to be to their body before bad, bad start happening. So, he's like, hey, you want, you want to hang out? And also, I think at that point, Kyoko's like, yeah, I, I don't do a whole lot. Because I have to carry my head around in a backpack. It's like, I don't get to see a whole lot, and it sucks. So, um, Tetsuo is like, hey, I'll carry you around, that's fine. I've been curious about about anyway. And she's like, sure. So she has to go, go on a quasi-date with her, her um, schoolgirl crush of a teacher. And she's very happy, but while on the date, her, um, Hikari just, like, ha has body, like, guard her body at her house. And she's like, I wonder. And she just takes two fingers and goes full DXD on Kyoko's body and, like, push both of her nipples in and... Freaking three daylight out of out of out of Kyoko because Kyoko's just like, ah, what the fuck is Hikari doing? doing? And it's and then the the points there are it's it's like demi demi human on demi human prank prank, and that is very much the guy of like I I have seen one disabled person chase chase another disabled person around with. With their own prosthetic leg, <laughs> and it, it there's a kind of 
allowance that, you know, you know, cancer survivor kids and disabled kids give each other that you don't necessarily give just the normal person because they don't play by the same rules you do because we're all freaks, but you're, you're normal. You don't get, get to do the stuff we get to do, do, yo. That wouldn't be fair to us. And no. And it... I've just... I'm, I'm really... amazed at how... And it's a lot of monster in media, but it's really, but it's probably, it's probably the most uh, out of everything I've seen of of the lives of monster girls. I'm really impressed at how much they understand how, how like an in-group work in terms of like people who are truly totally different, not just like different race or ethnicity. But like pe people who are different in a way, way that is not not comparable. Like if you remove race and gender out of a conversation, a conversation out of a comparison between two people, you can get pretty close, close same with two people. But. Disable one, one disabled person's experience, one disabled person's disability is very different from any other other disabled person's experience. And this this another interesting um, um the interesting conversation that they they have with um with, with uh, Kyo Kyoko in that. Kyoko is like, I, I'm not sure how other Collins do this, but this is how I do this. This is like, this is what I do with my head, head when I go to sleep. And she makes sure to say like, like this is what I do, not what everyone does. And it, it, all, all the, Demi, Demi human in this show have such a highly personalized um, experience going through the world world and going through life, especially as an adolescent teenage girl, that it's, it's, it's just, it, may, it makes for a realistic representation of being disabled in the world and, and being young and disabled, but still totally capable as, as a human being. And that's what, that's what people don't, that's what people don't understand, is that just about every disabled, disabled person you met, just about every disabled person you've met, is full, fully capable, is in some way, like, fully capable of interfacing with the world. It may take some, take some up of tries, it may, may take some some slight adjustments on their, their part or on the part of, of the world itself. But we can all, all do everything. And it, it should be seen as a feat, as, as an impressive feat that we do have everything 
regardless of whether or not it was specific designed for us. And, and what I was talking about when I was talking about um, sake in the be- in the beginning of this episode is what um, disability advocates call ableism, and that is that the world is designed in a way that that hostile towards you. And what I mean by that when I'm talking about sake is sake has sake's life had been made so restrictive restricted and so different because of who she is she doesn't get to wear like like a pencil skirt and a blouse to her teaching job she she has to track suit suit she you know she's in the boonies she has a two hour commute both ways she comes in really early and and work really late not because she has she has work to do but because she is makes allowances for literally everyone else in the world before she makes an allowance for herself and and her, her a lot of her attraction to sato tose is informed by the, the fact that she feels she doesn't need to do do that to him. She feels like she could, could just like be hang out with him and like and like wear a t shirt, like wear a t shirt and 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 like cut cut off to beach with him, and it wouldn't be a problem. It wouldn't be like him humping her her leg like guys creaming themselves in, in their sleep. Around her, around, around her, because she has somebody who will make her her full, less likely, less like world is openly hostile to her because the, and the, so the, the moments when this show gets really serious are, in my mind, are actually around sake and sake, and we'll leave it. Actually, because when they talk about what she she has to do to live in a world, to she has to sacrifice to simply be a teacher at a school with with human students. It's like wild. It's like oh, I hope they're paying you like like nine hundred ten over ass, bitch, because this like like this is not worth it. And that—that's the—that's probably the last um, parallel I would draw. Is one of the re- one like um, framing half of the show shows that Sasuke is interested in studying demi-humans, demi-human students because there's not a lot, a lot known a lot of about about demi-humans at this point in time. What that does is kind of a fucked up up thing. It makes not essentially fucked up thing, and like eventually it would would have to happen. But it fucked up that it, that it comes to a teacher who's clearly overworked and students who's like this is not a job. They need to be in class. They need to be like like learning in class kind of thing. Um, to educate. The 
the un, un the unshaded as it were and that's true of a lot, a lot of detained people like you know i remember remember i had <laughs> i had to warn warn k when she moved into into her apartment like, hey i know that you want to have me over like hijack me to help you with you with homework and all this other shit but yeah yeah i i warn you uh, she's a big, big leg brace never seen and she's like huh okay um, she, she didn't, didn't care but I'm telling you because your roommates might care your roommates might be why why is the robot leg out in our, in our front hall and she went with it and her roommates were ultimately finally fine once so I think she did say hey, like my roommate like telling me like hey hey the large plastic leg in the in, in the hallway hallway shoes what's happening <laughs> and, and something like that is like no no skin no skin off my my back a big deal but to ask kids and like people who are, who are clearly sacrificing a lot for their for their, for their professional personal pursuit to also do this it can be a really shitty, shitty thing if it's not done carefully and not done with full consideration of the participants. And oftentimes, um, the reason I, I actually ended up making my um, uh, full Metal Beyond panel is actually because that was right around the first time I did that was right around, around the time Trump got elected. And if you remember, one of the many new lows that he did in his first campaign was he made fun of a disabled reporter. And my whole, my whole soul, soul was like, nope, not doing this. This, this, this feels bad, man. And we got, got to do something here. And I sat down, I'm like, like, I want to figure out a panel to do an animate to submit to a convention and potentially to do an animate convention. I could decide up and why I wanted to do it right up and up and then I was like nope we're writing a whole poem all about the celebration of disabled tables in anime because unfortunately apparently we didn't all get the message in grade school that you don't make fun of that you don't don't make fun of both of the disability skin tone or, or anything else because of the prick and the other reason why I continue to do that, that is because I am, when I, I'm high functioning. I mean, I'm, I'm super functioning. I am a full member of fucking society who ha is on his, on his career and spent a decade in the New York, in the New York, New York City freelance creative scene. You know, fixing people's shit for them, getting it goddamn done, being a nightmare person, scaring the crap out of coworkers because they look at me like, "Oh fuck, he, fuck, he's abled. He he has to be good at his job." <laughs> I look at them, I'm like, "You're you're right." Um, but I felt on some level, it was, it was my responsibility to be. To be a kind of spokesperson and, and be a f like moment of education or the representation of disabled people, people where it, because there are lots of disabled people who just can't 
I've met met. I'm, I'm tearing up thinking about it. I've met met a bunch of them in my um, um doing of my formal and beyond panel. I the first year here. Um, it's someone literally every year. This happens literally every year. The first year is still probably my favorite. A a um blind. A young blind woman with the front row with, with friend because as you can, there's um uh I I did I never knew this until then. There's special special variants of caption TV where you can, um there's those special variants of manga where everything's raised raised and you can touch everything, but um where you can it's basically an audio drama, and she was like one of the most amazing people I've ever met, and like it it warmed my heart it, like she showed up at panel. And her answer the question about Toph, which is, you, you get it literally every year. Here, what do you think about Toph? And I was like, like, um, we should be asking this girl. <laughs> She's actually blind and actually have actual answers to that question. And like, did an amazing job. And like, I made her stand up. Everyone clapped, clapped for her. Great. <laughs> then, um, the year after that, um, um, really not the year after that. Uh, no, the year after that, because I've only done, done it three years in a row. I've only done it three years. Um, was a girl had some form of um psychological, mental. I think exactly what it was. Um. Um, I want, I want to see the um condition, and she, she just like was like, I know, notice you have anything in here, and I said, I didn't because I and and she's like, you have any example of this, this or the other thing, and I gave her the example of Soul Eater because Soul Eater, like back Soul Eater, has a lot in about like. Living with a part a partner with disability, what it's like to be a partner with a disability from that person's eyes, um, and being that per person can care and partner and all this all this stuff, and, and I gave her that, and she was, she was like, I I didn't get that on solely, and I'm like I really should, <laughs> and that like warms my heart because because I felt like I. I put her on a path of like like here's a. Even if you don't see the show, here's here's an aspect of the show that you can think and like. It, it it can warm you in in the old dark night of the universe somehow. Um, the last time I did a pan panel, I um. I had included um. Uh, what's it called? Not your your name. Um. The. The, the show about um the show about the uh, death girl I forget the, the anime of death girl um I, I forget its name but I had included that in my podcast because I got to see that and I um because I, I finally got to see it and like this year no lie like this, the first year was was like my my panel was full panel in the room I. The, probably the big biggest panel in the hotel of the con on that I do. 
up to like by like three three fourths. Very proud of myself. My second um time, the room the room was full but not not packed. The third time, it was like they had to close the doors. There was no more more room. I was like gobsmacked. I was like, oh okay. <laughs> Dude, now this is a, a put butts and seats with this thing now. This is great. Um, but the, I, I spoke to a girl who was probably like maybe 15 and her mom and the young girl had the same, um, hearing condition as, as a character from that, that movie. Did. And it would just like, it warms my heart that people with disabilities come my thing thing and listen to my my stuff and it helps them somehow because i've and this is this is a like think way to think but but i find it part of my if you if if the character of say was real imagine if you if you asked her why she chose to taught at, at teach a human school and like be a teacher even though it was so hard she'd probably say the same thing but lots of people who have disabilities out in the world and, and are lucky enough with the disabilities aren't, aren't so disabling pardon maybe word that they can function not just just like 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 normal beyond that they can overachieve based on based on what a person can do find some solace in the idea that we are setting up that we are clearing the way way for the people behind us because the the, the with um, um with uh daily lives of monster girls especially especially there's all this stuff around the edges that, that makes it very clear that like these the human students you encounter in the show are like the first round of students damning human human student in a human society and that's terrifying that that that's a terrifying thing it's not, it's not the grand utopia of, like, everybody's going to school together and it's just, just fine. Yet. It's, the, these are the black students at white schools. You know, the, like, the, these are the first name American students at American, at, at United States state schools. It, it's terrifying. And the show does a good job of... Showing these students are given some some kind of solace and more belonging from just geeky teacher, you know, sit down and ask them questions, or it's like 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 letting them do do shenanigans or any any of that stuff, or the fact that one 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 of the teachers is also a dem demon. It it avoids the one of the most unfortunate stories I have from fucking high school. Well, um, but when I was in high school, in when I was in my first year of high school, I was a fresh freshman in high school. 
I had a teacher. Teacher, I want to point out, I am I am half African American. The teacher assistant in this particular special ed class was was off African American. Nice, nice, tough lady. Our science teacher literally asked us, "Do African American people get sunburns?" To which. The entire, like, like, the entire class, even dumbest kid, kids in this and science class were like, Oh, what, um, 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 and like, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing on some level, and like, yeah, yeah, that's the world, it's too sad, but, I, I sat for a good couple seconds and like made a, made a, made like a serious side eye, like what fucking quick black people meeting with, with the truth system of like, what the fuck are we going to do? A, I, I can't, I can't do this. I'm like team, yo. I'm sorry, lady, but you, you're gonna have to. <laughs> you have to take this bullet, it's cause this white guy's an idiot. I, I can't. I, I'm, I'm all worried. I can't. And she just straight up like almost bloody snapped at him, which a a very be like fuck. Um. And he got he got sort of very fucked up, like reprimand in front of the school board for that move. But he like that stuff. Kisley, I remember him going missing thing for a period of time. <laughs> um, but like that, that. I mean, if that stuff happened when I was in, in middle school. When I was like in my first year of high school, it probably still happened. And if you ask Shock Shocky, if you ask even any, like, if you ask um, um, Kyoko or Yuki or um, Hikari, you'd probably get a variant of, of like, yeah, I'm one of the first. Demi human stu students, but not gonna be the last. last. And I, and and they and they all say at some point like it's really important for us to get good grades. It's really important for us to you know standing citizens and be you know happy and smiling and all this stuff all, all the time. And that press real. And I, I I and the fact fact that the show in that. Um, the, the Daily Monster Girls encompasses all, all of that at once. It is a Reddit to the show. And, um, so, so I think it's available, I'm pretty sure it's all available on, um, Crunchyroll. It's got, tw it's got, got 12 episodes. It came out in, um, 2017. So, so it's, it's a pretty modern looking show. But it, if you haven't seen it, it's really worth your time because it's really... It's a fun show, and it's like, in that, 
if you like Monster Girl stuff, it's in that general vicinity. And once again, all Monster Girl things are about disabled people. Even fucking Dragon Man. Dragon Man definitely disabled people. Dragon has sections where just the same joke said from the Incredibles. Dragon Mo made has sections where it's like about being very alienated from the world. The world. It's all, all about the table. Um, but yeah, so if you, if any of what I said about, about, um, Daylight Monster Girl Girls sounds in interesting to you, um, definitely go check it out. It's definitely worth time. So, um, no, if you like this episode, um, and subscribe to the podcast or whatever podcasting app you're using to listen to me right now, now new episodes come out read. Thursday and Sunday. Thursday is a podcast about a specific show, like this one. Sunday is a more med medical. I talk about like stuff of like big themes in anime, or a big big themes in show, or big in a, in a handful of shows, or um talk about anime studio stuff. I t I talk about, um. Anything I want, want connect to anime, but not necessarily connect to a big, bigger show. Um, last, last Sunday, I talked about, about um, Studio Bones and what Studio Bones is like amazing at, at doing, and, and they're back and they're back at it again. Again, so if you feel like let me, um. And about Studio Bones, um, that new show about skateboarding, and I reckon go listen to that. And those are generally generally shorter episodes, and they come out kind of first thing Monday morning, uh, or say morning because because I wanted to have some something that would be like for people to listen to during during the pandemic or whatever. Um, but until, until Sunday. My name is Alex, and you've been listening to Lunchbox Radio, and I'll talk to you then.
んだね」